The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, approached, rolled back the stone, and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. The guards were shaken with fear of him and became like dead men. Then the angel said to the woman in reply, Do not be afraid. I know that you are seeking Jesus the crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised just as he said. Come and see the place where they lay him. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has been raised from the dead and he is going before you to Galilee and there you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Then they went away quickly from the tomb, fearful yet overjoyed, and ran to announce this to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached, embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go, tell my brothers to go to to Galilee, and there they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, first I'd like to thank Monsignor Jeffrey for inviting Father Stephen, Father Joshua, and myself to celebrate these sacred days with him with Father Alapati, and with the skeleton crew that is making this possible. We know that in that little light up there in the corner, you are able to see us. And this is just a miracle of modern technology. So I would like to uh, just briefly go through some of these beautiful readings that we have enjoyed, that we have waited for, for so long to hear. And whatever the Holy Spirit places on your heart tonight, that is what our dear Lord wants you to be mulling over, contemplating, questioning, asking, experiencing, there from your own homes, from your own rooms. The first day of the week was dawning. Dawn, sunrise, doesn't stand alone in the Jewish faith. It is tied to the evening. How many times did we hear tonight? Thus, evening came and morning followed. Can we even now begin to imagine that first dawn when we heard those words tonight? 
Let there be light. And we experience these beautiful, deep readings in the middle of the night because that's what we feel we're in the middle of. In the middle of the night. It seems like everything's closed in on us. But doesn't that mean that the dawn is close? The resurrection of Christ is our dawn. Every day we rise with the sun and we bring the sun to everyone around us. Why was St. Paul so convinced and so convicted because of his dawn moment when he encountered Jesus on the road to Damascus and he heard those words, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Could this happen to me when I finally am free to attend Mass again? My own personal dawning and encounter with the risen Lord. And we would ask that you not wait for that day when you can go to Mass again. But tonight, this very night, wherever you are. The angels rolled back the stone. What is the significance of the stone or the stones placed over graves in the Jewish faith? They stand for memory and legacy. Memory. is something so important to our Catholic faith. So much has been handed down to us through the centuries, through memory. Filling our minds and hearts with memories that help me to live the present. Think for a moment of the beautiful sacraments. And maybe one in particular, the sacrament of confession given to us after the resurrection. What sins you forgive, they are forgiven. All this has been handed down to us through the gift of memory. But there is a fundamental difference between memory and what we are doing here tonight. Our blessed Lord is rising from the dead inside this liturgy. The stone is being rolled back now in our time. Legacy. Have you asked yourself, what will be your legacy? What are you going to leave behind? What will people remember you for? Let us choose one. Let us choose the patron of this parish, St. Joseph. Not a single word in the gospel of St. Joseph. And yet his legacy is so powerful in the church today. His fidelity to the mission entrusted to him. 
his, his love, his true love for Mary and Jesus. His quiet, day-to-day, hard work. I'm thinking of all the fathers right now who are not here with us. How often, how many times you wake up in the morning and it can be hard to get out of bed to go to work again. Think of Joseph. Think of the legacy he left behind. And that will be your legacy Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee. Like a deer that longs for running streams. What we have received as Catholic Christians is the most complete way of life. We have it all. Past, present and future. Christ has not left us orphans. If we were to spend a moment going through the faith blessings, we would be here for a very long time. Just starting with the pillars of our seven sacraments. We mentioned already confession. What about the Eucharist? Jesus' presence among us for all eternity. I imagine when you drive by a church these days, there is a heightened sensitivity of who lives there. The coronavirus is at least helping us to appreciate all that God has given us. You are all deeply longing for the living streams of his body and blood. And he is longing to be received by you again. Adoration has taken a reversal. We can't go to him, to his home, and adore him. But he is adoring, or better put, gazing upon us in our own temples. So just to finish with something that's not written in the Gospels, but something that is firmly believed by the church that our dear Lord went to his mother after he rose from the dead. During these upcoming hours, I humbly suggest that we all ask the Holy Spirit for this grace, that the resurrected Jesus come to visit you and your families. How might that look, you ask? Where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in their midst. Celebrate as a family, this great and holy night. Share your dreams and inspirations with each other. Place place one word or one phrase of the gospel in your heart in a particular way. For Mother Teresa, it was, you did it for me. For someone else, it might be, do everything with love. And put that on your mantelpiece at home. And that will be like, for your family, a little mission statement. And in great memory, John Paul II 
as an old man would use a cane and kind of thump along the, the, the corridor or his room. And once he had some family relatives staying with him and they asked him at breakfast that morning because he said, I hope I don't wake you up in the morning with my thumping along. And they said, oh, no, no, uncle, uh, you don't. But why do you get up so early? And this is the last line of a beautiful book written about John Paul II. Because, said the 264th Bishop of Rome, I like to watch the sun rise. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you, rejoicing in the resurrection of your Son, and trusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world, her members will always be visible signs of the Lord's victory. We pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, they will open themselves to the resurrection of Christ. We pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering and dying, that in their suffering they may find hope in the Lord's resurrection as he comes to them. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have not accepted faith, we pray to the Lord. For greater respect for human life, we pray to the Lord. For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who will be visible signs of the Lord's triumph, for a greater reverence for that present in marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, having spent time in the presence of the risen Lord in the Eucharist, they may then witness to what they have seen and heard. We pray to the Lord. For all the souls of the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, who all have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, that they may come to know the risen Christ face to face, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed For all those suffering from the coronavirus, for their healing, for an end to this virus, and for our protection and preservation, we pray to the Lord. And for all of us here, that our lives will be so transformed by what we have seen and heard, that the world may know Jesus Christ crucified and risen from the dead, we pray to the Lord. And now during this season, Instead of the usual antiphon to the Blessed Mother, we will sing of the Lord's victory in the Christus Vincit. Mm-hmm. 